Hey everyone, I'm here with Often Home. What is up? How's it going? Hey. I'm here with members Aaron and Ethan. Hello. There's also Cody and Carson that are a part of the band. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Yeah. Just for the sake of this interview, we kicked them out, and they'll be back eventually. Okay. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. <laughs> so uh, you have a, a new EP coming out called Outgrown, coming out on October 16th. We do? Yes, we do. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. And we are <laughs> We are super stoked about it. Dude, yeah, it's we're pumped. It's it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a culmination of months of practice and emotional wear and tear. Too much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Why are you excited about it? I mean, that's basically it, right? Like, we put lots of work into it, and... Yeah, it's just, it's cool to see something that you created come together and really just come to fruition, you know? And now it's kind of in in the anticipation stage for us. Like, we're just, it's done. We're waiting to release it. The single is out, and mm-hmm. we can't who wait knows for, what's next? <laughs> yeah. We wait for people to respond to it, and uh, we'll see how they respond to the emotions and the stories that we've put into these songs please like it please like it (laughs) so you mentioned that the single is out trust me yeah how's that been it's Uh, been really good i mean there's a few ways you can answer that right so i think for us like it's a song that is definitely different from anything that we've done so far and to see it be received the way it has is really encouraging i think it's a little bit of a another minor shift in our writing it sounds sounds different and to see our fans enjoy that is encouraging and honestly just from how it's been streamed that's been going really well too so Mm -hmm. that's that's also really cool to see yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah it's been awesome seeing that people are enjoying the sound that we have in this song that is similar to what our first single we put out sounded Mm -hmm. like which was my heart we went back to that kind of upbeat positive fun loving fun loving adventurous yeah yeah Yeah. adventurous sound and people are digging it sweet yeah how did you guys form how did you guys become a band yeah i was in college uh i had just finished playing uh, in a different band and uh wanted to keep writing and uh ethan and i had spent a lot of time playing music together at school and just through ensembles we were both studying music and so uh with that you just get to know people kind of naturally and ethan and i had always like just been friends from being around each other and hanging out and then uh i also recognized that he was much more talented than i am and wanted to be around someone like that and so i asked him to write some write some songs and and he said yes and and then uh he hasn't said that he's leaving yet so so we're so we're good there um and then uh just quickly into us writing songs we realized that we yeah that we wanted to bring more people on board and so we asked carson who was another friend studying music if he would want to play bass and he said yes and still also has said I'm still involved. He still hasn't said no, which is good. 
And then, uh, and then Cody came about a year after Carson did. We just we were playing as a three piece, and we didn't feel like that was quite the sound we were going for. And and asked Cody, and then he said yes. And then uh, he still hasn't said that he doesn't want to be involved. So <laughs> so here we are, <laughs> all four of us. <laughs> What's the name Often Home about? How did that come about? Is there any... Aaron can tell you about that. Is there any deep (laughs) meaning behind it? I wouldn't say deep. I would say there is definitely meaning. So my family, uh, we're we're extremely German, and that's probably an understatement. All four of my grandparents are immigrants. My parents spoke it in the home. I spoke it when I was really little. It was my first language, and... So German is just kind of part of my life. And the word often in German, which is O-F-F-E-N, just means open or candid. And so with that, it was just kind of a cool idea of having that because that's kind of what we've aimed to do as a band from the beginning is just to be authentic to ourselves and, and candid. And so just kind of as an extension of that idea, we came up with the word home because that's where all four of us just feel most comfortable and authentic. And so just in conversations of what we wanted to call it often home came up and we stuck with it mm-hmm. so <laughs> what's the, the the music process for you guys just writing a bunch of lyrics or are you coming up with chords or is this something that happens simultaneously yeah so for the most part how we usually go about it is Aaron or myself will bring uh, an idea to the guys and usually you know we've uh, written lyrics and chords to go with it and we let the guys know before practice what these chords and lyrics are so they kind of have a feel for it and sometimes we'll have demos with it and that's uh that's also been a process that we've continued to develop over this time of pandemic and Mm -hmm. trying to make the most you know not playing shows and stuff like that so we've kind of developed a new way of writing Uh, but then we bring it to the group we kind of give it to them as is at first and then after a few practices, we really get it going, and uh, everyone starts contributing guitar lines, bass lines, sometimes a complete change in feel, or the song is just completely overhauled. Mm-hmm. But we are all really open to each other's uh, creative ideas and different backgrounds, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Yeah, that was something like early on, I think we wanted to just have that have a place where we can bring ideas and as songwriters it can be tough because like you're kind of attached to a a song at first like it's a new idea it's your it's kind of only your idea at first and then you just have to be willing to see what comes of it and allow that collaborative process to happen so and we found that once now that we're getting better at it and communicating and really valuing each other we like the process of being together and doing it together versus one of us doing everything or whatever and so we we've really come to enjoy that so sweet what are the artists or bands that have the biggest influence on you guys as a as a band mm-hmm. yeah for sure it, it's tough because because in a collaborative setting you are taking influences from four individuals and putting them together basically but i think for us as a band there are a few that 
we will pull from. Yeah, I, I, I think Coldplay, especially in the early stages of the process, Carson loves a band called Coin. A lot of influence from their stuff. Uh, Young the Giant. Yeah, and, and then personally, all of us have different ones, but those are a few that we'll draw from collectively, I think. What's the best part about being in a band? Yeah, for myself, it may be a little bit different from the other guys, uh, but I especially enjoy studio time. And it's because I do a bit of you know, production on the side just for fun, uh, so it's nice to be able to see the master that is Jake Rye, just do his thing and see him you know, approach production from a different standpoint than a lot of people, especially a rookie like myself, and be like, whoa, I really like how that came together and how his experimentation went. So that part of the process I really love, and I love that part about being a band, just to see the behind the scenes, see the product that we create in the studio uh, but then collectively as a band we can agree that uh, live shows are our other favorite thing <laughs> for sure it which is especially tough right now um, <laughs> yeah no just the just the community that comes with playing in a live setting is something for us that has been crucial along the way um, because playing live is an, an avenue to understanding immediately what people think of your music for better or for worse you know you play the shows where nobody really wants to hear you and you play shows where there's a lot of people there to hear your songs and sing along with you and that's really cool and um but yeah just having that that presence and community is is what we write music for you mm -hmm. know and so and live live is where that happens and so for sure live for sure live music for all of us <laughs> for me the other part of being a band that i love is the moment where a song feels like it's finished going through just the creative process it, it is a lot of work and a lot of communication and compromise and it's really cool to see how four personalities come together and finish something i think that's a really powerful thing and there's a specific feeling that goes with it that really keeps me coming back to have that excitement of like look at what we did pretty cool thing what's it been like to in this pandemic to not be able to do shows it's it's challenged us for sure i think we've definitely had to adjust to that immensely it's enabled us to write a lot more which is really cool even in the midst of releasing an EP we have a few songs that feel really finished and a few other songs that we're working on and are creating and, and that's really cool it's challenged us to change how we write we do a lot more writing digitally now through sharing idea ideas that we create on a computer and yeah and then and then it's also just forced us to interact with people who listen to us differently you know and right now, the way that you do that is through social media. And so not, I wouldn't say any of us are like, all of us love in-person relationships. And so I think social media is something that we're learning how to do better and better every day. And, and the pandemic has forced us into that, you know, learning how do we communicate authentically through these, these avenues. And we've enjoyed getting better at communicating 
with listeners through social media because we don't have that opportunity to do that at shows with talking to people after or before or even during a set. So it's one little way to restore the normalcy of mm-hmm. what we had at shows with mm-hmm. conversing with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think taking a little bit more time to either write a more thought of, I mean, because you can write comments and they can kind of just be in passing, but even just taking a little bit more time to write a more thought-filled comment or send a direct message to mm-hmm. someone who reached out to you and, and like, be genuine in that, you know. I think social media for sure is a is a place where a lot of inauthenticity happens, but we're trying to do our best to communicate authentically through that. And a large part of that has come through the pandemic, which is a really cool thing. Right. <clears throat> Let's talk about the EP, Let's Outgrown. What was the your timeline on starting this and what was the process for you to get it going? Yeah, I think the, to- I think the full process took a year, probably close to, we had finished writing, keep it in, which was the last single that we recorded and released before this new EP coming out. And, uh, we had finished writing that one. I believe it was last fall. Sometime. Okay. Yeah, so about a year ago from now, and immediately after that came out, yeah, we were just like, well, what do we, what else do we want to do? You know, you're kind of always in that state of what's next when it comes to releases, and I think for us, we we love releasing singles, and that seems to kind of be the way a lot of people listen to music right now. Right. But for us, I think we like the idea of trying to tell a story, and it's really difficult to do that through singles in three to four minutes (laughs) and so because of that we were like we i think it kind of came about naturally like we're ready for a longer project something that we can tell a story with and and so with that we we started writing and then we went into the studio early this year we went in february to record two of the songs which i think were easy and all i ever wanted and then in may um, we were able to go into the studio to record on my way, and then we finished it up in July, and we recorded the last two, which are Trust Me and Mortal Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was incredible to watch Jake through this entire thing, because the pandemic, I mean, the pandemic threw everything out of whack, and for him, like, he has artists coming in and out of his studio all the time, and he did an incredible job to make sure that however we were operating in the studio that it was one it was safe for us to be there and two like that we were following everything that we had to to be able to be there and yeah and for him to just adjust on the fly and make so many different tweaks in his schedule and it was crazy <laughs> yeah. um, but we finished it and it's here and it's coming out so <laughs> So the name of the EP is called Outgrown. Where did that name come from? Because it's not mentioned in any of the songs. It came from me. (laughs) (laughs) We decided upon that name after, man, it was quite a long while of trying to figure out. Yeah, we couldn't figure out a name for a long time. Yeah, it was kind of put on the back burner just because none of us really wanted to take it serious enough when 
we were discussing yeah. or, or or we just or we would discuss it and like we wouldn't have an idea that just felt like it was the right idea you mm-hmm. know and so yeah. we just kind of kept putting it off yeah <laughs> procrastinating we were happy to choose outgrown because yeah. it was an accurate reflection of what the ep really tells as a story mm-hmm. yeah no i think a huge theme in the ep is letting go of things that you used to have or that you used to know and yeah and growing into something new and so yeah so you're outgrowing the old and growing into the new yeah that's <laughs> nothing too complicated but i think that theme was something that once ethan said it it was like that actually makes a ton of sense <laughs> and i think it's i think it's a perfect capsulation of yeah of the ep what was the process like in the studio to it sounds like you had these demos that you came into mm-hmm. the studio with and that wasn't obviously that's not the final product you typically take uh that yeah, demo thank, thank and, goodness and, it wasn't <laughs> how do you take that demo and, and make it to what we're gonna hear yeah, so how the studio process with Jake usually works is when we get there in the morning, he puts the demo up uh, on his software and makes the modifications there. And then we'll talk about the song to kind of any changes that Jake might see that we need mm-hmm. to make or like structure changes kind of just settle into what the day is going to look like recording the song. Yeah, and then uh, drums always go first. He just mutes that track and I play along, do a couple tracks with that. And then after Jake is good with that and we're good with that, then uh, Carson hops on bass and absolutely kills it. Does it really nicely. Yeah, it's so annoying because Carson and Ethan both like nail their takes and it's usually like one or two takes it feels like and then i have to follow that with rhythm <laughs> so and that takes uh, several takes uh, let's just say i'm not as talented as those two are so <laughs> so it takes me a little bit longer also guitar players are super picky with tone and okay. we probably get a little obsessive over it and yeah so rhythm guitar comes and then and after that, Cody, Cody yeah. steps up with the lead. Yeah. And then after we, after those are done, we then visit then Ethan, Piano World. Ethan gets to go world. into his world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Synth and Piano World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had the pleasure on this EP to do a little bit more than just play drums, but to um, come up with some fun lines. And on, on a few of the songs, you can hear Cody and I actually doubling parts together to making a to make a really cool atmospheric unique tonality i feel like it, like when you want an adventurous sound that's that's what they get with that with like lead guitar and piano doubling it to me it just sounds like adventurous and i love mm-hmm. that so very cheery <clears throat> whimsical <laughs> whimsical <laughs> yeah yep and then uh after piano synth world we'll go into vocals and that usually starts with the lead vocal and then harmonies kind of wrap everything up that's the last for us that's usually the last thing so so that's like one song a day on the days where we are on the sections of being in the studio where we would do two songs uh we did two songs usually in about a day and a half 
mm-hmm. just over a day and a half. So yeah, yeah, because we would crank <clears throat> out both tracks for drums and mm-hmm. both tracks for bass at the very beginning of the day. Yeah, and then we would choose <laughs> one of those songs to yeah. work on for the rest. Yeah, and then you guys would just chill. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We just hang out. Yeah, you know? yeah. So if we're just doing one song, it will we can usually finish in a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a long day, but you can finish. <laughs> yeah. And part of that, too, is because of the ex- a little bit more extensive demoing we'll do on the front end and building the structure of the song. And I think we definitely resonate a lot more with having structure of a song versus like having parts that define a song. I think we usually have a pretty good idea of the final structure of a song before we go into the studio which allows us to move pretty quick Mm -hmm. so yeah and it gives us a bit more time to experiment with those different sounds the layers yeah Mm -hmm. for sure so let's get into the the songs opening track more to love yes and right away it's incredibly loud there's cymbals that are just crashing like crazy Mm -hmm. a really sick guitar line that's used uh throughout the the song as well Mm -hmm. Very upbeat, a lot of high tempo. I know what you're coming back for. I know what it is you want from me. Yeah. Wondering, did you, are you guys able to breathe during the song? Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think when we were writing that song originally together, I, I definitely had trouble getting that melody out in time and actually figuring out what I wanted to sing. And we would just hammer it over and over and over again, trying to figure out how we wanted to write it. And I think all of us, like, <laughs> you gotta you gotta breathe for that one because... If you don't, you're going to wear out. (laughs) Yeah, my arms would just be sore and I'd be having, you know, beads of sweat on my forehead and it's the start of practice. It's like we just started. What the heck? (laughs) Start wearing a We should have started writing on a different song, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure. Tons of energy. I think when we were originally writing the songs for the EP and like I said earlier, More to Love was the last one that we had written. I think part of the reason that it came out that way is because we were still kind of looking for that first song on the EP. We didn't feel like we had that yet. And mm-hmm. More to Love, I, I it didn't originally sound the way that it sounds now, but we kind of wrote it into that spot. It's like this, thematically, this song could fit as a number one and we just have to change it musically a little bit and... And I think it turned out really, really well. Yeah. So, how much slower was it? Maybe just maybe like you know a few few clicks. Maybe it probably like felt like more like ten, maybe slower. Singer songwriter when we first wrote it, and now it's definitely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Cody originally had a line there, great line, um, and it was very pop punky. Yeah. It's like man, I feel like you know I'm just this Midwest kid. Like down in the dumps looking at a train passing during dusk and that's the song yeah. it's like yeah that's not what we're going for so. yeah you want to talk about influences cody's got like that 
like Midwest emo. Vibe. Midwest emo or like pop punk. Like he's got a lot of that in his background, and so if you hear that in any of his parts, that's what that is. <laughs> Lyrically, I get the sense from the chorus. I know you felt something for me. Still, you say I'm not the one inside your dreams. Curious, is this about like unrequited love, or is it not as uh, simple as that? I think I think it started as that I think the the song was written so like with the theme of the EP right so it's talking about like what do I what do I need to grow out of and what am I taking with me what am I leaving behind and I think for me a lot of this maybe I think the theme of that is maybe a little bit more connected to my story because the songs were written by me but I think it started as a little bit of a a love that didn't work out and and it kind of morphed into as I was writing it was, was more like I think what I was feeling like yes was heartbreak but it was also more like I think this is this is a good thing that happened and there's more there's more to love than what I was experiencing at the time or than maybe I had even thought in that relationship you know like maybe there's more that I need to learn and yeah, it kind of kick-started a lot of those thoughts of what am I taking with me, what am I leaving behind, so. So during that time when we were writing More to Love, actually sh- probably shortly before then, before a lot of the regulations came into place, <laughs> I was spending like most of my time at Big B Coffee Shop and they would have these, like the same playlist go throughout and yeah. uh, it was the first time I heard Satellite by Guster, great song, and I just... I just took that drum groove and I'm like, copy and paste until first verse of More to Love. I was like, hey, this works. That's, That's cool. It. That's yeah. super cool. I didn't know that. Cool. I yeah. had no idea that was a thing. Yep. That's awesome. That's it. Yeah. I think my favorite moment with that song is we have a, a video of our, our roommate <laughs> looking into the bedroom door and it's us playing the song, like acoustically, just trying to write it and like looking back from that to where it is now it's like that's that's pretty cool like it's a big adjustment but it's pretty cool yeah mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. sound anything no <laughs> no yeah so the second track is easy yes that's probably my favorite track on the, the really we appreciate that wow that's awesome no that's cool And then mm. the bass is really good too. Uh, like yes. it's it's very prominent. The bass was actually what gave that song that feel. I think yeah. that bass part was what drove the feel of that song yeah. for sure. If it wasn't there, it would just be totally lifeless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Because that guitar part. I mean, they're both repetitive parts in their own way, but kind of like what we were talking about earlier with drums and bass being the foundation for something. Without that bass moving the way that it is, that song would not sound the way that it does, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. How did that 
that come about musically? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that song took a while to write. We had just a bunch of different little ideas, and especially the bridge part. <laughs> oh, the bridge part. That one was a, a laborious process of yeah. figuring out what needed to go there. Yeah, it's it's actually like a pretty oh, yeah. simple bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and I think... But- the reason it is that is because the the bridge we had originally was just way too much. Like it was just words that I could not sing fast enough. It was just so many words over and over yeah, and over and over again. Lots and, of chord changes. Yeah, and, and it was just like this is this is not what that song needs. No. And so it settled yeah. where it is. <laughs> yeah. Like that was an hour of practice that we're not getting we'll back. Never ever get back. It's all good. <laughs> of course. I think the other thing with that song too was that you were in Canada for the beginning stages of writing it. And so all four of us are influential in how these songs sound. And so when you're missing a part of that, it is very difficult to like finalize the feeling of a song Mm -hmm. with just the way that we write. And so I think once you came back, it kind of was the voice of reason and like, okay, this is like, we have all of us together again. What do we want to do with this song? And that's, and where it is now is where it landed. Mm -hmm. So in the the lyrics you reflect back to a time when it used to be so easy mm-hmm. when it was black and white mm-hmm. is there a time in mind or like a, a place in your head about that and has that was there something that like changed your perspective mm. I, I feel like it goes again along those lines uh, back sh- to the title of outgrown sure yeah no it it does I think there's not like a specific time or even really a place. I think for me, it's more just that I like the the feeling, like as you're growing up, it's a different feeling than when you're an adult, right? Like the world looks a lot different. The your the way you see things is a lot different, and there there can be a lot of. At least for me, it seemed like there was looking back. There might have been some naivety and innocence in how I viewed the world and so like part of me is I want to go back to that you know and but yeah no I wouldn't say there's one place or time that I'm thinking of in that it's more just the idea of growing up for sure yeah so and it's not so easy anymore no the world is gray it is not black and white (laughs) there's so much gray (laughs) and I think this kind of comes with the rest of the theme as you go through the EP I think you start to feel this more but there's also part of you that wants to learn how to live well in the gray right it's not easy at first and you have to figure it out and learn how to do it and so yeah easy just comes out of wrestling with those longings for an easier time (laughs) so the third song is Trust Me you released this as a single Mm -hmm. last month what stood out to me was the way that the song tempo changes throughout mm-hmm. it, and it's like it, you even at the end it changes <laughs> so throughout I'm just like okay I, I think I've got a handle of what this song is like maybe there might be a change in the bridge mm. and it, yeah, but it's like <laughs> yeah. it, it slows down like like it's a smooth yeah. jazz feel without yeah. it overtly being jazz yeah for sure but it like just slowed down a ton yeah
think there's less structure to it yeah too. like the piano kind of goes off and just riffs <laughs> throughout it and yeah it definitely changes for sure. yeah that part was uh decided upon just pretty much jamming uh yeah. cody and i um just wanted to start jamming on it because i like you know i i dabble in listening to hip-hop and stuff like that and even producing a little bit of hip-hop and so that last section was kind of uh, inspired by that that's why it has almost this you know this funk kind of smooth jazz lo-fi kind of feel yeah. mm-hmm. it stems from those influences mm-hmm. and we're like you know what this is gonna throw some people off but <laughs> this is us this is a part of us yeah. and uh, we think it sounds cool and so we just and i think the it. other part that's really cool is how the way that song ends it flows super well into the next song on the album as well i think like coming back to how we wanted to tell a little bit of a story the way that song ends it flows so well mm-hmm. into the next song and i and i love that for sure mm-hmm. so but yeah it was definitely something that we thought about for, for sure whether we wanted to keep it or not especially with it it was definitely a little bit of a risk i think putting it as a single because of how different it is yeah. but i think that was Part of the reason why we were okay with it is like, why, why the heck not? You know, <laughs> it's fun. It, it's adventurous for so much of the song, and then it kind of feels like there's a little bit of a resolution. I don't, not a resolution at the end, but like a, the story of it. We all thought was really cool, so we stuck with it. <laughs> Another thing too is it sounded like it uh, has a very West Coast feel to it hmm. too, especially with the guitar. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's typical from Cody. Young the Giant. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably Young the Giant showing through a little bit. He, they're, they're his favorite band, and okay. so that makes sense. Yeah, and so I think that definitely comes through. But yeah, it's cool. It even on the end though, the well, I guess that is a Young the Giant thing to use jazz chords in a rock and roll setting. <laughs> it's a very yeah yeah. So no, yeah, I think that that's a huge part of it for sure. You, at one point, Aaron, you're singing falsetto. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How did that come about? Because I, I don't think Actually, I've ever heard you sing falsetto. I don't know if I really have on any of the other stuff. So, no. I, what actually drove that was... Chris Martin? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I do love me That's some Chris out. Martin. But, <laughs> no. The melody, actually, for that came first. And so... Carson. Yeah, Carson. Yeah, Carson had written the melody for that, of course, too... And so because of that, I had to find a way to sing it. Like, it really wasn't me choosing to go there. It was like, that's how I can sing this part that we came up with. And it was pretty, it was honestly pretty natural that way. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because of, yeah, it wasn't because I wrote it that way. (laughs) So I get a sense um, from the song that there's this need to make an apology to a partner or mm. you know i don't know if, if out of hurting them or, or whatever mm. and it's like there's this you're doing it without knowing what the response is going to be to mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is that no that's totally accurate? that's totally accurate <laughs> when cody and i were writing that that was one that was a song that started in um just in our apartment cody had come with a guitar part and um and he asked me, he was like, dude, like, what do you, like, what do you feel when I play the song, when I play this, when I play this part? And I'm like, you know that moment where you know you screwed up 
and you like want to f- <laughs> like you want to find forgiveness but you don't know how it's going to go like I don't know how you picked up on that cuz I don't feel like it's that obvious maybe it is that obvious but <laughs> that is like that is in a nutshell like the feeling that we were going for cuz there's there's some adventure that comes with that right it's like man this this could go any which way and so I think just trying to put a positive light on the idea of that right conflict resolution and compromise and forgiveness like my gut instinct is to like see those things as things that are difficult and not fun but it's like it's really all in trying to change your mindset about it right like trying to live in harmony with the people around you like coming to terms with things you did wrong coming to terms with things that they did wrong you know like that idea of people hurting each other and finding forgiveness in it is definitely a huge huge theme of it for sure so the penultimate track is all i ever wanted uh starts out acoustically Mm -hmm. pretty much right away the addition of the piano and then later is the strings Mm -hmm. it's it's really beautiful all I ever wanted All I ever wanted was your love All I ever wanted All I ever wanted was your love You've done something that you haven't really done before acoustically mm-hmm. in a in a track how did you decide to that's what you wanted to do with that uh, song? Yeah, so when Aaron brought it to the band, we felt like based on like the song itself, the subject matter, we were like, dude, this is your song. Like we don't wanna screw it up, like tell us if we're playing too much because we realized this this song means a lot to you and we don't wanna make it something that it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So it was a very like gradual adding of things mm-hmm. tastefully mm-hmm. where it's like okay does this need to be there okay it does and then Aaron would tell us like no I think I sh- I think it just should be me at that part I'm like yeah that's great like I said yeah. this was your song that the piano part though that you wrote like the second that you played that when we were in the in just in the writing process I was like that has to be on there like that I feel like that part fills in a gap in that song that is was so needed to be filled and you did an amazing job on that i love that part for sure um but yeah no i think ethan's totally right like that the song it didn't need a whole lot i don't think any of us felt like it needed to go anywhere too extreme and so we wanted to keep some of that simplicity lyrically at first you know i'm just assuming that it's about someone that you're in love with and then you i realize oh this is actually about a family member and Mm. i'm pretty sure it's your dad Mm. is that correct yes (laughs) yes and no i think it's a relationship with both my parents for sure and also just extended family too there's definitely layers of all of it in there for sure i think that relationship with my dad is a big driver in it in the songwriting for sure what did uh prompted you to come about that so back to like the theme of outgrown right one of the things that 
I think is tough about growing up is realizing that your parents are human. <laughs> yeah. Even though some of the things they might have done growing up weren't like <laughs> weren't weren't the best things. I realized very early on in trying to navigate some of that that I I don't want to be angry at my parents at all. And I think with something as touchy as that, like you don't want to be angry at them and I didn't want to look at them with bitterness or anything realizing that they did their best and and the song especially I think that's kind of why there's a switch right verse one is kind of maybe like me talking and then verse two is me trying to understand what it might have been like to be in their shoes and so that was kind of the heart of that song was yeah I didn't want to look at it anyway just trying to figure out hey like what was going on here holy crap you guys are human too like there's like an almost like an awakening moment there okay is this being an adult now like (laughs) when you realize that I don't know and I think it comes at different times for different people but yeah it was just me kind of wrestling with with that for sure the last track is on my way it's a Mm. slower tempo of a song I'm on my way, on my way, my way back to you Eyes looking down, your chin upon your chest Explain what came about with that song. Yeah, Aaron brought the idea... <laughs> to me after we were done playing a board game at his apartment he was really? like yeah he was like yeah what before game we playing happy happy winchester happy winchester <laughs> if we, you need a good game to play check out happy winchester it's good yeah, it's so, really fun <laughs> so after we were done playing happy winchester uh aaron was like before you leave like i want to show you this song and play for me and i was like that's cool let's try it this way uh, <laughs> Which happens with a lot of my songs, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so, like, originally the feel was more of this um, four on the floor, like, halftime kind of feel, and then we There's like made a, it a lot more upbeat and... Like, Elevate by St. Lucia, you know yeah. that song? Okay. It sounded more like that in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, it sounds a bit too close, let's do something different. <laughs> yeah. So, like, bro, you can't copy songs, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, so then we changed it, and... Uh, it ended up being for the better. Yeah, there was a pro. Like when we were trying to rewrite it, I think it was you who had the idea of, what if we tried to make the intro sound, something like is it Listomania, by Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Carson, yeah. Carson said. That. Or Carson had said that. Okay, yeah. and um, and so that's kind of where those guitar those guitar parts come from. Is like. We want to speed up the song, and if we want to speed it up, what do we want it to sound similar to? Um, and Listomania was a song that we yeah, had a similar feel. Yeah, mm. at least for the intro was okay. kind of something that we were, mm. we were going for. So the lyric that stood out to me was, "I'm running as fast as I can to let go of this fist in my hand, mm. and then I'm on my way back to you." Mm. It's like a kind of a way of letting go of that anger mm-hmm. uh, to somebody, maybe. I don't know if necessarily specifically to anybody. I think it's just trying to, it again, it's just trying to reckon with the idea of growing up and um, not wanting to look back at 
any of that with any kind of resentment or bitterness bitterness yeah is whether it's different experiences like us four and i mean everybody has things in their upbringing that dramatically impact who you become as a person for better or worse and i think trying to reckon with that and i don't want to let this take over what i could become or what i want to become as a person like that's kind of where that's coming from it's like i yeah i I really don't want to go there and a lot of time that just comes from letting go versus holding on (laughs) so what are your guys's favorite tracks Hmm. this is tough my my personal favorite is on my way and i think the reason why is i think i just love this the second half of the chorus or it kind of bridge-ish that, mm-hmm. that you mentioned uh, running as fast as I can just because it opens up there. I go from the hats to the ride and it just has this really big kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned it before to the band that it kind of feels, that part of the song feels like you're on top of a mountain, just arms outstretched. and like That's just kind of the feeling and the image it puts in my mind and mm-hmm. I just love that. And then when we were in the, when we were in the studio, we didn't originally have those on my ways planned. The, the, on my way yeah, we originally parties, didn't have yeah. those in, those planned and I remember coming up to see what Jake was doing and I heard this sweet synth part and I was like oh that's awesome next time I came up it was doubled with vocals going on my way <laughs> yeah. and I was like that made the song like this <laughs> yeah. is amazing yeah <laughs> yeah. those harmony parts yeah. are super cool yeah. so that's probably why it's my favorite I like them all for different reasons yeah I think The one that is sticking out to me is also On My Way, just because it's the one that I can picture in the middle of a pandemic playing live and having people sing along to that one, I think. It's just the one that I can picture that best with, and maybe I'm just missing live music or whatever, but (laughs) I think right now that's a song that I hold on to while we're in this transition period, for sure. It's, It's one that I'm excited to get out <laughs> yeah. so. I'm on my way back to you you being live music and live oh my gosh <laughs> triple meaning <laughs> cool. what was it like to work with Jake as uh, your producer and he's, he's produced before yeah you guys from my heart on basically yeah. he's, mm-hmm. he's produced this yeah. yeah he's been great he's done you know like different roles that a producer takes you know with the songs itself but then us as a band probably unintentionally on his part has just instilled in us the need to you know work on our song structures before we go into the studio Mm -hmm. to be aware of you know how long is the song going on Mm -hmm. what is unneeded can be added yeah Yeah. what is needed and also like are these lyrics clunky can they be changed for the better do they sound like something uh 16th century Englishman would say <laughs> we had one moment where Jake was like bro you gotta change the lyrics <laughs> yeah you don't sound like that I'm like yeah you're right <laughs> yeah yeah he just encourages our lyrics to be more conversational yeah and there was a lyric that no one today would say <laughs> so, except yeah. maybe Marcus Mumford yeah maybe Marcus Mumford <laughs> why outgrown why now I mean it's a really simple answer but it's true to like where we're at right now you know all four of us are recently graduated or 
almost graduating college and that time of your life it's just you're figuring out what's next and mm-hmm. how you want to start <laughs> the first part of your life that doesn't include school <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah it's just authentic to where we're at right now yeah and it's at the end of a lot of the significant human development points especially mm-hmm. as a male like your frontal cortex doesn't stop developing until you're like 25 or 26 right that's where you make your most important decisions mm-hmm. uh, that's how you make your decisions mm-hmm. so the fact that that isn't developed until now it's like okay so now it's time to make important decisions it's time to settle into it yeah, yeah. let's go mm-hmm. it's really easy in a pandemic in case you're wondering oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's next for you guys once this is released yeah, so once this is released, I mean, we're just going to continue on writing. We've already started writing mm-hmm. for whatever the next project looks like. Mm-hmm. And we already have some, you know, themes and topics we want to touch on and and just keep this momentum going because, you know, it's great to think about and resonate on the songs that you have released and be excited about that. However, you got to be careful not to take your foot off the gas uh, because then you know inspiration dies down mm-hmm. you want to you want to strike while it's still hot so mm-hmm. we're just going to keep it going and hopefully play live sooner rather than later yes please. but we will see when that comes back if it were normal circumstances that would be our answer we want to play this live and yeah with people and yeah but yeah like Ethan said just ride ride it and see see where we can go with it mm-hmm. i think even if the times are different, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thanks for, for doing this. Yeah, man, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank it was you. fun. It's a good time. Go listen to the EP out yeah. everywhere.